God, huh? Yeah, if y'all could, my adults, if y'all don't mind, y'all move up a little bit. So I can talk to y'all, amen. amen. Move up, move up, son, move up. We got the kids getting up out of here. Hallelujah. That's what's up. Glory to God. If you have your Bibles with you, uh, you can turn to Genesis chapter 19, verse 17. If you don't have it, we'll have it on the screen. But Genesis chapter 19, verse 17 is where we're going to start at today. Hallelujah. All right. So we all stand for the reading of God's word real quick. Genesis chapter 19, verse 17. And it says this. So it came to pass when they had brought them outside that he, that he said, escape for your life. Do not look behind you nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountain lest you be destroyed. If you don't mind, shake about three people's hands and say, don't get distracted. Don't get distracted. Yeah, shake about three people. I think that's the wrong two people. You need somebody to say it to you. Say, don't get distracted. Don't get distracted. Yeah, yeah, don't get distracted. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to welcome you all. Uh, We're glad to see you. Thank you for coming for our friends and family day. Glad to see you guys. We're going to dig into this thing. All of us know what it means to be distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our friend Webster describes distracted as this. As being a, unable to concentrate because one's mind is preoccupied. Yeah, that's what it means to be distracted. The synonyms for distracted are inattentive, distant, or absent-minded, or things that make us distracted. The amazing thing about distraction is that depending on the moment and what the level of the distraction is determines how massive it is. And what, what do you mean, Pastor? If a child is in school and they daydreaming, they're not paying attention, drawing note-taking, and they fall asleep, they might get an F on the test. But if that same child is texting while they're driving and unattractive and distracted, not paying attention, they can end up in a fatal car crash. So we must be careful and understand that distractions happen and they could be a, it could damage us depending on the circumstances of our decision. In 2017 alone, adults average five hours and four minutes a day watching television. That's 35.5 hours a week and slightly more than 77 days a year just watching TV. American adults spend two hours and 22 minutes a day just on social media. Amen, somebody. Millennials, the younger people, they said they spend about 32 hours a week consuming media. Hallelujah. Money is something that can keep us distracted as well. We put so much focus on money, we get blinded by the chase and we look up. We're after our house and after our car. We're after all these things. And next thing you know, we're so consumed by that, we're distracted by what we should be doing. Yeah, yeah. Kids end up raising themselves sometimes because we're distracted. So we got to be careful. In the text today, we're going to look at a man named Lot up here in Genesis. A man named Lot. And in this chapter 19, there was a city called Sodom and Gomorrah. A city in the culture was dominated by sin. And, and, and we're going to look at that. But before I get you into 19, I got to give you some context so you can appreciate the context. All right. I got to give you something. So God in Genesis 18, uh, verse 20, because of an outcry of sin in Sodom and Gomorrah, it's crying, it's crazy. God said, I got to go down there and see what's happening. 
It's an outcry of sin in Sodom and Gomorrah. So he says, I'm going to let Abraham know what I'm doing. So he comes to Abraham and says, Abraham, I got to go see about this city. I think I'm going to have to destroy it because there's just too much sin going on. It's crazy down there. So Abraham is like this. Okay, okay, oh God. I get it they wicked. I, I get it this. I get it that. Maybe God told him because his lot is Abraham's nephew. So he was dwelling in that city. So maybe that's why God said, I got to let my man know what's going on. But Abraham said, God, if it's just 50 righteous people in the city, can you please not destroy it? And God said, yeah, you know what? He started playing deal or no deal with God. Yeah. God said, you know what? If it's 50 righteous people, I won't destroy the city. I got you. He said, okay, okay. Well, God, if it's 45 righteous people in the city, will you not destroy the city? Hey, I got you. If it's 45, I won't destroy the city. He goes down to 35, 30, 25, 20. gets all the way down to 10. And he said, God, if you just find 10 righteous people in the city, can you please not destroy it? And God said, I got you. We find 10 people. I, I won't destroy the city. Amen. And it trips me out because out of all these things, all this destruction going on in the city, it's a mess because he couldn't find 10 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we pick up there in chapter 19. Lot is sitting beside the city gates, minding his own business. And two men appear as angels show up. And they go and tell him, look at what they tell Lot. Right here in verse 4 it says, Now before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both old and young, all people from everywhere quarter surrounded the house. So Lot invited these brothers to his house. So you know what? Y'all guess in the city, I'm going to cook for y'all. I'm going to hook y'all up. Come to the crib. I got y'all. And it says that the man, young and old, surrounded their house when they showed up. And they called to Lot, saying, Where are the men who, who came to you tonight? Bring them out that we may know them carnally. Which means they wanted to sleep with them. See, we see the men of Sodom coming together to Lot's house, trying to sleep with these men. And you see the whole thing of homosexuality coming forth. And I know some people like want to bash homosexuals. That's why God destroyed it, because it was just homosexuals. But I'm just crazy enough to believe that if it was homosexuality there, people was fornicating too. If it was homosexuality, people was committing adultery too. If it was homosexuality, people probably was getting drunk and acting all crazy too. So it wasn't just because of homosexuality, but it was a problem in the city. It had been plagued with sin. And God said, I got to do something about this place. So we pick up right here in verse 7. It says this. And he said, please, brethren, do not do such a do not do so wickedly. See, now I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them as you wish. Only do nothing to these men, since this, this is the reason they have come under the shadow of my roof. Say, what, Lot? What, Lot, say? I got my daughters here. Don't touch these men, but go ahead and take my daughters. Do with them as you wish, because it's my fault they're here. But check this out. When we become distracted... It makes you lose sight of what's really important. Yeah, yeah. It makes you lose sight of what's really going on when you're distracted. Because look at this in verse 7. You can see it for yourself. He says, do not do anything a wicked thing. He's telling them it's wicked for you to come and try to sleep with these men. But it ain't wicked for what you're trying to do to my daughters. That, that tripped me out right there. How, how do I, I want to preserve these men I just met who are really angels but don't care about my child? I wonder, how, I wonder how, I have to wonder, could it be that we so distracted in our own lives that we're a walking contradiction? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get on you for cussing, but I lie. Yeah, yeah. I get on you for shacking, but I'm watching porn. Uh, 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 I get you say amen when I get to your street. I get on you for smoking weed, but I'm an alcoholic. We contradict each other so much. 
that we don't even realize that we're a walking contradiction. And could it be we're so distracted with the well-being of other people that we put our children on the back burner? Could it be the reason the police have to come on at the 11 o'clock news and say, do you know where your children are? It's because we're distracted. We are seeing teenage pregnancies on the rise. STDs crazy. Kids are getting killed, murdering, robbing, doing all kind of crazy stuff. And I believe because the parents are distracted. Yeah, we're distracted with our careers, our social media status, our booze, our bays, all these things. Our turn up, we're distracted with all these things that our children are covered. I believe because Lot was distracted, he left his children uncovered. These men were upset. Lot, who you think you are? You are our judge. We do anything we want. We come in to sleep with the men. So these men have no regard for God or anything. Let's look at verse 10. But the men reached out of their hand and pulled Lot into the house with them and shut the door. I miss y'all shout. But the men who was in the house reached out their hand and pulled Lot back in the door was in the house. I still miss y'all shout. Okay. <laughs> There's a mob around his house. You know they could probably break down the door if it was a mob of men at the house. They said, we coming in to take these men. We probably going to take your daughters too. Then the men came in, opened the door, pulled a lot back in and shut the door. See, I guess you ain't never been in a situation so bad. The guy literally opened up. He took his hand and pulled you back and shut the door. I, I should have been dead. I should have been in jail longer than I've been. I should have died in that car crash. I should still be strung out. I still should have AIDS. I shouldn't have the wife I have. I should have all kind of issues. But if it wasn't for the grace of God, opening up a door, grabbing you, pulling you back in and shutting it, you don't know where you would be today. So I thank God for his grace and his mercy. That he grabbed them and put them in. Then it says this, and they struck the men who were at the doorway of the house with blindness, both small and great. So they became weary and trying to find the door. Woo! Did he just say that, 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 that because people are against me and my enemies try to hurt me so bad that God can cause them to get weary of trying to find me? Amen. That they can get tired and weary and give up of trying to put harm on me. I love that because the grace and mercy, not only did he bring me back, but he moved my enemies away from me as well. Uh, uh, God is so awesome in what he does. So now the angels have seen enough. They told Lot, look, we about to destroy this place. It's wicked, dog. We got to handle this. He told him to get his wife, his two daughters, and your son-in-law. So y'all need to leave. I need, to, I, need to, I need to break camp. I need to get out of here. So verse 14 says this. So Lot went out and spoke to his son-in-laws who had married his daughters and said, get up, get out of this place for the Lord will destroy the city. But to his son-in-laws, he seemed to be joking. Sometimes we are so distracted, we miss warnings that can save our lives. Man. One of my OGs told me this, and he's here today. I don't know if you remember this, but I learned this when I was about 17. He said, look at little George. None of us get to pick our death day. But certain things you do can speed it up or can slow it down. That was a shout right there. That you don't get to pick when you die. But if I'm out here living fast and reckless, I can speed that thing up. But if I decide to live by the Lord and do people right, treat people right, I can slow that thing down. Never forgot that. Amen. So I don't know about you, but I'm tired of the murders in my city. Amen. I'm sick of seeing kids dying. 
not having to change the labor. It's burning me up. I'm sick of seeing all these young men gunned down, leaving, leaving, leaving kids without fathers at an early age. I'm sick of seeing all this, but it could it be because they're distracted by fast money? Being distracted by being what's quote unquote called real? So we so messed up, we make the definition of real being being able to kill and sell drugs. That's real to us. But it ain't real to take care of your family. It ain't real to bury that girl if you love her. It ain't real to raise them kids. That trips me out. I'll talk about us now. What we consider real, the world don't even tolerate. So we gotta get to a place in life, Lord, that we don't get distracted. Lot was trying to offer his son-in-law salvation. I got something, I'm trying to save y'all life. But they was having too much fun in the city. They thought he was only joking. Let's look, let's look, look at verse 15. When the morning dawned and the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arise, take your wife, your two daughters, who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. And while he lingered, the man took hold of his hand, his wife's hands, and the hands of his two daughters. The Lord be merciful to him, and they bought him out and set him outside the city. So look at verse 16 right there. It says, and while he lingered. Yeah, I looked it up in the Hebrew. That word means that he was reluctant. It means he delayed. It means he hesitated is what that word means. So God has given him vision, and we still hesitate. You see, God has put something in us sometimes and told us to go, and we hesitate. See, 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 we want to get somewhere in life, and instead of going chasing our dreams, we confined by the, by the job. We scared. And I'm not suggesting you should go and say, you know what, I quit today. I ain't coming back to work because I got a dream. That's not wisdom. <laughs> but if I'm giving them eight hours, can I give at least three to five a day to my dream? Right. If I'm giving them all my time, sometimes overtime, ten hours, shouldn't I give something to my dream? Why are we reluctant and hesitating? So instead of watching TV all day and being distracted, I should put that on my dream. Amen. Instead of reading social media all day, I should go read me a book. Amen. I got caught up in the social media. I didn't know this. You can put an edit on your phone that tells you how long you've been on social media. Did y'all know that? Yeah. I didn't know. I did it on purpose. I said, I'm going to set it at an hour. Y'all, the hour come quick. <laughs> I, looked, I said, I've been on this thing for an hour. But I did that to remind me I've already wasted an hour of my day. And all of it ain't wasted, but now it's time to move on to something else. I don't have time to keep scrolling and swiping hours and hours after that. I got stuff to do. I got purpose. I got to help feed people. I got to help do this. I want God's salvation to come to the earth. I want to see all these things. I don't got time to waste. So check this out. He was reluctant, y'all. He was hesitant. Maybe it was the sin in the town that had him reluctant to leave. You know, maybe Sodom and Gomorrah was just too much partying and too much fun. And he was like, you know what? My son-in-law's didn't budge. I mean, should I stay? Should I go? I mean, it is kind of fun here. I know God said he's going to destroy it. But think about that. When things become dysfunctional, you begin to rationalize them. Woo. When it becomes dysfunctional, I begin to rationalize it. See, when it comes to dysfunction, my mind frame is that it really ain't as bad as it looks. You know, no, 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 no. Grandma had mama at 16. Mama had me at 16. And now I got a daughter at 16. Dysfunction. Instead of trying to fix it, we just take it. Granddaddy was an alcoholic. Daddy was an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. Instead of looking at my lineage and trying to see, I got to fix what's wrong with this. We just accept it because it's dysfunctional. 
Grandma divorced, mama divorced, I'm divorced. My daughter, instead of trying to fix it, when it's dysfunctional, when it sets in with us, we begin to rationalize it like it's okay. I come against that right now in the name of Jesus, that you are generation breakers in your life. That my children will not be the same. They will see more and be more in the name of Jesus. You got to go and say, I'm going to attack this thing. Because I see a pattern in my family. I see a pattern in my life. And somebody got to break it. Why not me? Amen. So, 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 as we pick up back in verse 17, where it all started. So it came to pass when they had bought them outside the city to escape. That he said, escape for your life. Don't look behind you, nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains unless you be destroyed. He gave Lot specific instructions. Escape for your life. Don't look behind you and escape to the mountains. As they are about to leave, they've been shown plenty of grace. Y'all, the angels came to their crib. The angels made the men blind. The angels said, go tell your son-in-laws. The angels said, grab this hand. And some of y'all reluctant, y'all hesitant. The angels been showing them plenty, plenty grace. Don't miss that. They've got plenty of grace. But then Lot says this, check this out. I can't go to the mountains. I can't go there. If I go to the mountains, it ain't going to be no good. I'm going to probably die up there. I, I see what you're saying, but I can't go to the mountains. So then the angel is like, hold up. I didn't told you where to go. I didn't send you there. My question is, this was tripping me out. If God is going to send you there, why wouldn't he protect you? Amen. The grace of God won't take you, but the peace of God won't keep you. God sent him there, so why wouldn't God protect him there? So he tells him, hey, look here, look here. I, I, I can't go there. I can't go there. There's too much going on. The mountains ain't for me. That's not what I'm trying to do. And it trips me out because uh, I taught y'all this last, those that were here last week, a couple weeks ago for Father's Day, as a man, all eyes on me. So as the man of the family, guess what? The family going to follow my lead. Lot received the instructions. And instead of heeding the instructions, he questioned the instructions. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't questioning because it's two kind of questioning. He wasn't questioning because he was unclear. Because when I'm questioning about unclear, I, I believe I heard you say escape, go, don't look back, and go to the mountains. I want to make sure I'm making the right decision. That what you said? That wasn't what Lot was questioning. He was questioning because he didn't agree with the instructions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once as a man, I make the word of God seem questionable, it loses authority in my life as well as my family. Yeah, yeah. I can do it better, Lord. It makes more sense for me to do it this way. Yeah, yeah. I know God says don't bear false witness, but if I just tell this little lie, it's gonna get me out of this situation. Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, all eyes are on me. So I gotta believe that God is watching me, but also my children and my wife are responding, watching how I respond to adversity. Lots persistent asking of the angel. The angel said, fine, 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 fine. You don't want to go to the mountains. It's a city called Zor in the plains. You can go there. Go to the city of Zor. But I can't destroy it until you get there. But lean on your neighbor and say, be careful what you ask for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful what you ask for because what you think you want, you might not really want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's judgment time, y'all. God says, you know what? The angel said, get there. I got to go tear up Solomon and Gomorrah. It has to be judged because of the sins uh, uh, it's gotten crazy and out of control. They reached up to heaven. I got to get rid of this place now because I don't want this place uh, corrupting my people. Uh, so he says, you know what? You know what? I got to uh, uh, destroy this thing. Everything, when the sun goes down, everything has to be gone. 
But can I interject that we are looking at this and some of you thinking, like, how is God going to destroy the city? God's a loving God. God's a kind God. God's a merciful God. Why would God destroy a city? Must I remind you that it started at 50 people? He went down to 10 and got down to four before he destroyed it. God was giving them all time to repent. So we like to look at the bad. No, 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 no. There's plenty of grace in the story. You just got to see where the grace is at. It was plenty of grace. He said 50 people and then God went down to 10. Which when I, 50 was 100% of what I was asking, I went down to 20% because of my love for you. Right. And y'all still couldn't give me that. Right. What would it look like if 20% of any Indianapolis started praying for real? Jesus. What would it look like if 20% of any Indianapolis fasted? What would it look like if 20% of any Indianapolis started declaring Jesus is Lord everywhere we went? I bet the principalities of murder would cease, would go to exist, but we got to be the ones to proclaim it. See, God's so powerful, he don't need a lot. He just needs somebody that's willing. Amen. Y'all missed that, amen. amen. He just needs some people that are willing to do the work, and he'll get it done. Jesus changed the world with 12, amen. 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 So God is saying, look here. The angels tell him to go. Go ahead and leave. Uh, the people had an opportunity to get it right, but it was a lot. And his two, his two daughters, uh, the son-in-laws didn't want to go. It would have been six, but now it's down to four. Uh, it's all messed up. Everybody wants to go. They leave and they go into the city. Look at this. They running away. And then look at this in verse 26 in chapter 19. But his wife looked behind him. And she became a pillar of salt. Y'all remember the instruction I gave you earlier? They brought him outside and said, escape for your life. Don't look behind you, nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains unless you'll be destroyed. Look at that. Lot couldn't accept those instructions. He allowed the instructions to be questioned. Because what? He pursued his own desire instead of submitting to God's instruction. So Lot couldn't submit to the instructions. If he couldn't submit to the instructions, why do you think his wife was going to? If he couldn't follow what the angel told him, why does he think that the wife is going to follow what he's telling them? See, see, it's a tripped out because since he got what he wanted, maybe she thought I can get what I want as well. He begged and didn't want to go to the mountain, so the angel said, fine, you can go to Zor. So maybe if I just get a glance back and look back at the city and see, I don't know my mama in there or my cousins in there. Maybe it was some sin in there I was attached to that I'm really going to miss. Maybe it's something back there I really wanted. And if I turn around and look, maybe the angel is just going to say, turn back around. Maybe. But that wasn't the instructions. See, once he let the authority of the word go down, his wife found a harsher judgment. She looked back and became a pillar of salt. She became salt, y'all. She blew away. I'm not a male chauvinist. I'm not. But I believe a man should lead his family. That don't mean you got to make more money than her. That's not what that means by leading your family. No, it means that I love my family. That I pray for my family, that I cover them, that I protect them, I watch over them. I, 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 I'm the head of the house under God's authority is what that means. And if I don't do that, I limit my power in the house. Because she's thinking if my husband was hesitant to leave to the mountains, then I should at least be able to get one more look. The least I should be able to get. See, I believe Lot set this up, y'all. 
but I have to deal with his wife because so many of us have her same tendencies when it comes to instructions. Because some things need to stay in your past. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, praise God. Some things need to stay in your past. Yeah, yeah. Pastor coming to tell you that don't look back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because looking back can cause you more damage than you're willing to pay. Yeah, yeah, I don't think she really wanted to turn to a pillar of salt. I don't think that was all her agenda. But looking back cost her more Jesus. than she was willing to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Locke thought something, something bad might have happened, but the angel might have gave me another chance. But looking back, check this out. Looking back does this. It stops your ability to move forward. Okay, okay. Y'all ain't feeling me. Okay. When I'm driving my car, I got mirrors around my car. I have a big windshield to see through because I'm going forward. I have a side mirror on my left side, a side mirror on my right side to see on my sides and try to catch uh, cars that are coming on the side. I have a windshield in the back so I can see behind me, but I also have a rear view mirror that helps me out to see cars behind me so I can see what's going on. And I need that rear view mirror, don't get it twisted, I need it very much, but if I focus on that rear view mirror too long, I'm gonna crash. Because I can't move forward looking backwards. So all I'm trying to tell you is quit looking back at them old text messages. Quit looking back at them old DMs. Quit looking back at them old pictures. Quit looking back at that old relationship. You keep looking back too long. You gonna crash. The windshield to see the future, baby. You gotta let the past be the past. Some of us have such an infinity for sin that it has us looking back when things shouldn't be forgotten. Why are you looking back at those things? You need to erase them out your memory bank. Ask God to swap your hard drive. Clean it, Lord. I need you to control or delete everything in my mind that's not pleasing to you. I don't want to go back to that foolishness. So uh, uh, as we're dealing with all this is going down, and, and, and this is why Paul said this, check this out, because we get so focused on the back, we miss the forward. So Paul gave us this in Philippians. He said, because I did not count myself perfect, but one thing I do, yes. forgetting those things which are behind me, yes. so I can press forward to the call and the prize of high Jesus. It's no way to press forward without forgetting those things which are behind me. And the reason the enemy comes and keeps us in cycles and keeps us bound and keeps us going over the same old trip, playing reruns of the same old episode again and again and again, following the same old trap. You know the trap coming. Why you keep falling on it? Because you won't forget those things that are behind you. God needs some people to press forward in here. Amen. So I'll get close to the end. And as we get ready, uh, check this out. They went to Zor. So the wife's a pillar of salt now. They went to Zor. They went to stay with Zor where he asked to go. But the people of Zor didn't like Lot. See, they thought maybe he bought all that damage from Solomon Gomorrah. You were outside. Everything was fine. Now we got heat. It's crazy around here because of you. So Lot ended up escaping to the mountains anyway. Be careful what you ask for. He thought he didn't want that, and that was God protecting him, because he could have stayed there and camped out for a while, and then came down to Zor and blended in with all the people. But when you see all this smoke and all this fire and brimstone coming down, you the only one coming down. What did you do? What sin did you commit that the whole city gone and you out here with us? But if he had went to the mountains first, he would have been able to come down there and blend in with the people. So they get down there. They in Zor. So now his daughters is like, look here. This is all bad. We in the mountains. 
Don't nobody know where we at. We ain't got no friends, no family, no contacts, no nothing. We stuck in this mountain, and they became to get uh, a little, little uh, uh, depressed. We can't have no kids. How are we going to continue our, our father's legacy? We, we young, our, our fiancés, our husbands to be are gone. Don't nobody want us in Zora. How are we going to continue our father's legacy? So the lady said, you know what? Well, the younger daughter said, I got a plan. Let's do this. Let's get daddy drunk. You get daddy drunk, I'm going to sleep with him. I'm going to get pregnant. Then we're going to do it again. You get him drunk, and then you sleep with him. Then we have kids, and we, we, we continue the lineage. That's not a good plan. Because when you, they left Sodom and Gomorrah, check this out, their bodies physically left, but mentally they didn't forget. A culture that was plagued and dominated by sin, that's the philosophies of Sodom and Gomorrah. Trying to sleep with our father and have a baby, that doesn't make any sense. But because they had been in a situation so long that even though they physically left, Mentally, they couldn't check out. Okay, y'all understand it. Uh, maybe understand this. You can take somebody out the ghetto, but you can't take the ghetto out from. Because I've been in this situation so long, and it's a better situation over here. But mentally, physically, I'm not there. But mentally, I haven't let it go. So now I can't move on to what God has for me because I'm still bound psychologically, even though my body don't show that. So God is trying to show us you to get to where you need to be. You got to really forget those things and become a new person. Change the way you think. Change your perspective. Change how you look. Change how you speak. No, it's not being real. It's being delivered. Y'all missed that. That God has bought me somewhere and did something for me and gave me a new life. So they're in the mountains. So the younger goes ahead and she sleeps with the father. Uh, They do their thing, have a kid. And, and, And so does another one. But I believe this. Don't forget that when they was about to bang, bang into the door and get into the house, Lot offered up his daughters to the men. Right. Mm-hmm. See, I believe when he uncovered them spiritually, yeah. something happened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When daddy offered them up to be raped and abused, I think something happened in their mind. Yeah. Because you my daddy. You're supposed to love me. Mm-hmm. And you offered me up and uncovered me, so now I got to fend for myself. Those of us that have daughters, think about that. Life is hard. And if things go wrong, because they're going to have to deal with the opposite sex, they're going to fall in somebody's arms. So would I rather follow them in him or mine? So he comes and says, their whole psyche is messed up now. They're not even thinking uh, morally. They say, we're going to have babies with our father to try to make something happen. This is why it's so important to get your mind right. So they ended up having two sons. One was named Moab. He was the father of the Moabites. Then she had another son named Ben-Ami. He was the father of the people of Ammon. Pastor, why is that important? Very important part of scripture. Because if you know anything about the history of the children of Israel, after Moses delivered them, they went to the wilderness, they had plenty of battles. They was battling here at Ai. They was battling here in Jericho. They was battling here at uh, Achan. All, all places they battled in all these places. But some of the people they had to battle was the Moabites. Yes. And the people of Ammon. Yes. So something that came out of a season of distraction, they had to deal with for generations. Oh, yes, they did. I don't think y'all heard me. Yes, 
something that came out of a season of being distracted caused my family to have to deal with this for generations. So the people of Israel are fighting people who they really related to because Lot was Abraham's nephew. And they should have been under the blessing of God with the rest of the Jews. Because a lot had got distracted. His wife had got distracted. Then his daughters got distracted. They ended up becoming the enemies of God's people. Don't let a season of distraction mess up your generations. As I, as I get ready to close, there was a man I knew. had a car, older car. Had about 150,000 miles on it but it, but it, but it. but it ran smooth. Beautiful, beautiful. Older car, but it ran 150,000 miles. You know, once you get there, it's kind of scary, y'all. But he's driving that thing. He's rolling. Everything on the car worked perfectly, except for one thing. It was the fuel indicator. See, the problem with the car was that it ran perfectly, get you to A to Z, get you anywhere you need to be. But the problem is that it always showed full. No matter what, how much gas it was in it, or how much less gas was in it, it always showed that it was full. So he began to drive his round. He said, he said, drive the car around. He said, I have to always pay attention to the meter. Because if I stop looking at it, it can cause me not to get to my destination. And I have to go to the gas station more than I should because sometimes I'm unsure where I left off at if I mess up on the mileage. So if I'm not focused on this thing, I have to be where I need to be. But the thing that's messed up about it is, my question is, why didn't you get it fixed? Because if I'm focused on a broken indicator, I'm always distracted. If I'm focused on something that is broken, I'll always be distracted. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm focused too much on my own life, I'm distracted about my wife and my kids. If I'm focused too much on money, some guy get pushed to the back burner. If I'm focused too much on this party and just doing what I want to do and how I want to do it, something is going to get dropped by the wayside. And he said, time and time again, I didn't make it to where I need to be because I was focused on the wrong indicator. I believe that's what happens to us, y'all. That we go through life and, and, and we get focused on nouns. I know what a noun is. People, places, and things. We get so focused on nouns that we don't focus on him. And now I'm going to let these nouns be able to control where I spend my time. These nouns control on where I spend my money. These nouns control on my relationships with other people. And if we don't get that fixed and quit looking at broken indicators, we'll never get to our destination. We'll never get the healing we really need. We'll never get the deliverance we really need. Because if I'm focused on broken indicators, then my life will always be a distraction and I'll always be closed. Amen. Amen. We give God a praise in this place. As uh, we was preparing, I was preparing this message. And God was dealing with this, with the part that we are just so distracted as people. And distracted me, my eyes are somewhere that I shouldn't be. I'm looking at something, I'm preoccupied. Maybe my mind is somewhere it shouldn't be. And the thing is, I was like, wow, we in 2019, Lord. And next year is 2020. Well, anybody that knows that can't see like myself, I wear contacts and glasses. 2020 is perfect vision. And I believe moving forward, God wants to get us ready for 2020. Because it's going to be a year I believe like we've never seen before. That we're going to have vision. We're going to have seeing. We're going to be able to see and get to what God wants us. But if I'm distracted, 
or harmful words people said to me when I was a child. If I'm distracted by some way somebody treated on me, cheated on me, or treated me or did me bad, if I hold on to all this in my heart, I can't see what God has for me to see. The Bible said is the God of the world has blinded the minds of those so they can't hear or see the gospel. That's what the enemy does. He wants to blind our minds and distract us. So we can't focus on what's really important. So I don't know what you're standing in the middle of today. And I just believe God wants you to move forward. So if you've not made a decision for Christ, if you say, you know what, I, I've never accepted Christ, let today be your day. Or if you say, you know what, I, I've accepted Christ, but I've been out of church a long time, Pastor. I haven't been where I should have. I've been distracted. I've been letting men toss by, uh, by the sea, by to and fro. The wind has been tossing me to and fro. Let be the day, let, let today be the day you get it right. Amen. Let today be the day you say, you know what, God, I'm coming home. Yeah. I'm sick of being distracted. Because the longer I'm distracted, the more time I'm wasting. And the more we live, we realize the more time we ain't got. Because life ain't promise to none of us. If you feel that you need Christ, let today be your day. If you want to be saved, give your life to Christ or rededicate your life to Christ. Call you to the front. We love you and care for you. Maybe I didn't need a church home. I'm saved and all that, but I'm looking for a church home. We would love to have you here, Lady Thomas. I, a new creation family, will love you to pieces. Because I want to see God's best for your life. I want to see God move in your life. I want you to be able to look back last year and say, God has done so much. God has bought me so far. And the beautiful thing about it is I know he ain't done with me yet. That I can look back and say, I'm not where I want to be. But thank God I ain't where I used to be. I can look back and say, I got progress. I'm moving forward and I'm moving ahead. So if you need Jesus, if you know I've been distracted, if I know my mind has been gone tossed to and fro, I haven't been focused. See, distraction is the opposite of being focused. So God wants to have us focus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, praise the name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, oh God. If you stand in the need of Jesus today, maybe you're saved, maybe you just need special prayer. I don't know what you're standing in the need of, but if you need something, don't go back home feeling the same way. Don't let the enemy keep you in your seat. Those of y'all that know me know I don't I don't stretch out altar call because I say it again. I said I can't scare you into heaven. And if I gotta scare you into heaven, it ain't gonna last. Because God's love, God is a God of love. And God has to move on you and move in your heart. So if you stand in the need of it today to make a decision for Christ. To be a part of his church, to be we are the church, we are the bride of Christ, we are the church. So if you stand in the need of it, let God have his way today. Don't let fear keep in your seat. Let God move in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God a praise in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Special prayer. Alright. Amen. We're gonna pray. I'm going to ask all y'all to be praying too, amen? amen? Be praying as we pray. Hallelujah. Dear Lord, we thank you for today. I thank you, God, for Dominic, Father God. I thank you, God, for his heart, oh God, his tender mercy, oh God, his love and his compassion. 
I pray, Father God, you continue to be with him, Father God. Thank you for even touching his heart, Father God, for allowing you to speak and move to him, Father God. Be with him, lead him, God, and protect him. I pray, Father God, right now, you give him strength, oh God. You give him wisdom. You give him understanding, oh God. You give him love. Continue to be the best son he can be, Father God, of his friend, cousin, all the things that he is, Father God. Help him continue to be the best that he can be, Father God. So I thank you for his life. I thank you, Father God, for just his spirit, oh God. I ask you that you continue to have your way in his life. Lead them, God, and protect them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. All right. Amen. We're going to get ready um, for our tithes and our offering. Amen. Amen. If you uh, should have got an envelope when you came in, if you didn't raise your hand, if you did not get an envelope, one of our ushers will get you one. If you give off the cash app, it is New Creation 2018. Dollar sign New Creation 2018 for the cash app. If you need to swipe, 